The Sophisticatedly Ratchet Podcast is a roundtable conversational podcast that gives a voice to the Black experience. Millennials from New York City sharing our views on Black lifestyle, culture, relationships, religion, and current events. Here at SR, we strive to give our listeners the real in the world of fake. Worldly professionals with class that also know how to switch it up. Now let's talk our wild shit. Yeah. Yeah. Peace and love. Dude. Peace, 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 and love. peace. What's good, everybody? Y'all don't know. Everything is peace. Kaylee Ratchet Podcast, and we're here to, to serve again, the tribe Rich. again. Huh? You got to say what's good, everybody, the way you usually do. How you doing? Oh, yeah. What's good, everybody? This is the yeah. Kaylee Ratchet Podcast, and we welcome you, you back to the tribe. Who are we? Well... We're five kings and queens from New York City sharing our views on black lifestyle and all that other good stuff. But more specifically, I'm the spew guy, Drip Drip. Please say the Drip Drip. Drip okay. Drip. Talk about it. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. For those who don't know, uh, spew is an abbreviation for spreading positive energy wherever. As a spew guide, it's my job to enrich the lives of everybody that I meet. Represent South Jamaica Queens. Only queens make kings. And uh, yeah, we out here, tribe. Uh, that's who I am. All right, I'm going to move on to my co-host. Got a lot of them. You know, we usually okay. save it for the end. We're gonna usually save it to the end. We're gonna slot up as number two. You know, we got the ice queen out here. She's the hey. one and only. All right, the unicorn Gemini. Mm. Talk your shit, queen. Hey mm. tribe, it's TJ, the unicorn Gemini, and I bring duality to the podcast. I'm just grateful to be here. Happy Wednesday, tribe. Welcome back. Thanks. Thank you, TJ. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We- we're going to swing it on over to everybody's favorite. You know where we're going, all right? If you listen to this show more than one time, then you know who number three is, all right? Hit it. Hit it. Just hit it. Just hit it. They, be on, they be on the uptown ship. Go ahead. Just hit it. But if it wasn't for the Bronx, this rap probably never would be going on. Time to dance with you, I always dance every time you play shit. You just be bopping that. Hey, talk about it. Hello, what's good, tribe? It's your girl Mo. You know I hail from Co-op City Section Five. Don't ever zone my shit. No, no, Just no, don't no. do it. I represent everything Bronx. It's all about the Bronx. Like everything. Welcome money. back. Everything Bronx. Well, not everything. The good, the you know. Good and the bad. The Bronx got some shit. Not everything. Yeah, the Bronx got some things with it. But there's a lot of talented, amazing people out of the coming exactly. out of the Bronx too. Okay. Stand, I'm gonna stand ten oh. toes for my borough still. Uh, all right. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm like, hey, look, you know, to be perfectly you honest with you, Mo. Me uh-huh. and you and TJ have changed my perspective on the Bronx. hundred percent. Okay. You know, like Good. Okay. you know, Thank y'all you. also represent the South Bronx as well, or y'all only claim- Um, I mean, you know, I'm, I claim uptown, you know, I claim uptown Bronx. <laughs> Not the entire Bronx. But we represent the whole borough. We represent the whole borough. We represent the entire borough. Every area has a bad area. It has a bad area. It does. It does. It's so hard to tell the difference when you're not from there, you know? Right. But it's a good area. The bad areas, you know? So sometimes when people think Bronx, they probably just think all South Bronx. But hey, it's not the point. Right. We're going to move on to our next tribe member. All right. We're going to take it to everybody's favorite, or so they say. You know, they say sometimes when you're with him, you're not with him. Why? Because he's the wanderer. We mm-hmm. love him just you never there. You know, that's my man's. That's my ace boom coons. The fuck? Well, yeah. The who? Yeah. The who? Yo. There he is. Boy. We stopped doing the booze, man? Oh, 
I mean, I, 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 I was waiting. I was waiting for it. Yo, 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 what it do, what it do, it's your boy Shake, y'all already know, Mr. HSD, Mr. AFF, leave the last F silent, or for F, you can give us some good, give us some good, it's just like, I need a new letter, fucking F, how about foresight, American, okay, okay, right, Yo, I, I, for yeah. a second, I thought you was going to say foreskin. I was like, I was going to say that too. Uh, I thought that too. Yeah, <laughs> second. Yeah. It's like, close. Damn. It's close. Too bad I don't have any. Let's keep uh, it pushing. All right. <laughs> all right, let's move it on. Let's move it on. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we want to stay monetized. Yo, <laughs> so we want to take it over to the philosopher. All right, he's yeah. representing the beer gang. He's the last tribe member to get introduced. You oh, knew man. he was going to come up next if you know the show. Uh, all right, uh, so talk your shit, black man. As long as you don't forget me, thank you, of course. Um, but yes, I am your resident philosopher today. I am the man that believes that. Yo, I had some Buddha shit. Hold up. Um, yo, oh. When you see things that imprison you, then and only then will you see your potential. All right? It's your boy, Flash the Philosopher. It is he. It is me. It is I. What up, gang? That was good. I like that a lot. Let me think about that. Let me take a minute to reflect Say on it that. again. Can you repeat it, though? Repeat it. I said, I said that when you see things that imprison you, then and only then will you see your potential. So basically, he's saying when you self-reflect, you can find out what's keeping you down and you can get over mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Thank gang, you, gang. I needed that. I needed that. Gang, gang, yeah. gang, gang. I got you. I got you. That was a good one, Fly. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know what's happening next. You know what, what happens typically on this show. You know, I got to stop saying that because I think that everybody listens to the show, right? If you don't, mm-hmm. you should because we sophisticated about the podcast. Of course. But everybody's favorite segment because everybody needs uh-huh. to know that there is no such thing as bad days. It's only um, good days. None whatsoever. I was gonna be a great ass day because I said it was gonna be a great ass day. I won't accept nothing else. Nothing bad will enter my day. Say that shit like you mean it. Howling. No bad days. Talk about it. No bad days, tribe. Oh, I'm so grateful for another Wednesday, aren't you? I'm grateful for another day. It's in the middle of the week. Happy hump day. If you haven't taken any time for yourself this week, Take the time right now. Give yourself this treat. Um, Today, I'm going to be introducing you guys to the crown chakra, also known as the color purple. For all the kings and queens out there in the tribe, holla. This is your chakra. It's located right at the top of your head where you see if you're not on YouTube. um, Follow us on YouTube at So Ratchet Podcast. Right there. So Ratchet Space Podcast on YouTube. Um, On the top of my crown, we always have our hair. Um, I have a beautiful bun. Mo has a bun. Uh, Flash the philosopher has on a hat. Shake look like you just got a haircut. I see you, King. You looking good. Mash, you got the locks, and then you have a hat on. It's not really what's on your hat. It's really in the middle of your head is where your crown chakra is located, and you can always fix your crown at any time, kings and queens. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys a little bit about the crown chakra. It is represented by the color purple. It is your spiritual connection, and it's also represented by transformation. It lifts, it inspires you, and it connects you to the divine. And you may call the divine God. You may call the divine the universe. Whatever it means for you, it connects you to that. It gives you a sense of your own divinity and your awareness that we are all just souls borrowing this human body. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay? You guys get that? Mm-hmm. I snapped. We ain't going nowhere. 
in this body forever. We all have an end date and that's okay. But our soul mm. continues to live on. Spirit. And we get to take care of our souls, our spirits. Yeah, it's the same thing interchangeably. Mm-hmm. I use them interchangeably. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I love this one because it talks about transformation. And I'm going through a transformation in my life right now. Tribe, if y'all go through a transformation, go ahead and put transformation in the comment section. Mm-hmm. Take some time for yourself. I have some really dope affirmations that I want to share with you guys. And if any of them resonate with you, I want you to focus on that while I ring the singing bowl. Um, the world is my teacher. We're on this journey called life and our experiences are going to teach us things. Make sure that that we're aware of the lessons that we're supposed to learn as we go through our experiencing, our our experiences. I'm guided by a higher power and my inner wisdom. I am worthy of love from divine energy. I am open to letting go of my attachments, especially the things that don't serve you, tribe. If it doesn't serve you, why are you holding on to it? Let it go. I live in the present moment. I am an extension of the universe. And for me, and I don't know about you, tribe, but my universe is kind and it's loving. And I get to create that. And then, yeah, that's it. That's all I have. So if any of those affirmations resonate with you tribe i want you to take a nice deep breath in hold it for one two three four and exhale drop your shoulders down no bad days thank you for giving yourself some time stuff i just just want to say i think we are the only podcast that actually does a singing bowl like every episode and and maybe i'm I'm assuming that but you know if these other podcasts don't catch up i think um, so so yeah we're doing our thing yeah but you know what it shows our diversity because we're all sophisticated but we ratchet too right like and so the sophisticated Mm -hmm. part of me is i want to be connected to my spirit body I want to be connected to the divine. I want to be connected to God. I want to be connected to the universe. I want to not be in my feelings about things for forever. I don't want to hold on to things that no longer serve Mm -hmm. me. And so if you relate with that tribe, then you sophisticated too, because that's my sophistication. You know what I'm saying? We get to be all of these things. And so whatever makes you, you, you sophisticatedly ratchet, you define that. And I love this podcast for that. I love you too, tribe. Send you love and positive energy. I don't know if we're the only podcast that has singing bowls, but I know we're the only podcast that got Jake's Word of the Week. Wait, I wasn't ready. Why is it me still? He's going to kill me. Word of the Week. Word of the Week. And no We can't even hear you berate me. We can't even hear you berate me. I know you want to say something. Start over and let Mash and let Flash actually get to the music. He wasn't ready. Right. You see how you slip in? He was like, Word of the Week. I was like, ready. He did a great job with that transition. He really did not. He did not. It was trash. All right. So let's start again. Mash, you can start again. He slipped right into it. He did it mad quick. He was like, he was like, Hey, Word of the Week. All right. You ready, Flash? I guess I'll cue you for everything. You ready? Uh huh. Yeah. Go ahead, go All right. ahead, man. Okay, cool. So yeah, now we're gonna move on to everybody's kind of favorite podcast part. Shakes <laughs> word of the week. Hey. Word hey. of the week. Hey. Look at look, dead now. Look at it. Look, look, dead now. Look what you get. <laughs> you get that. Go edit none of this shit out. Go edit none of this shit out. <laughs> edit none of this shit out. 
Keep this shit. Let's go. Let's go. And he's not. I got the robot in and shit. Nigga, I did the robot and everything. Nigga, the fuck you talking on, bro? Yo. Guys. All right, yo, what it do, what it do, it's your boy Shake, and I'm here to introduce you to today's word of the week. Okay, so today's word of the week, that I, the word that I decided to use is a very old word, okay? And the word is pasiloquent, okay, ladies and gentlemen? Ooh, it is saying an adjective, tongue. and it is spelled P-A-U-C-I-O-Q-U-E-N-T. I know it sounds like a lot. But pasiloquent. Let's count the syllables, ladies and gentlemen. Pasiloquent. Four syllables. Not that bad. Okay? Pasiloquent. All right? And the word means rare or using few words in speech or conversation. All right? So I'm going to give you a sentence uh, for uh, giving few words in speech or conversation. All right? So, you know, I tried to have a conversation with this dude about my issues I was having with him, but he's so pasiloquent, I felt like I didn't get through, right? So pasiloquent, right? So that just means, you know, he doesn't talk much, right? Like brevity, um, he was like brief. Right? Yeah, very brief about his conversations. Okay. And then you can also use it to say something is rare, right? So you would say diamonds are so expensive because they're pasiloquent. They are very rare, okay? I got, I, I got one, I got one, my fault. I forgot to give you your dings, my fault, Kim. All right, okay, all right, so Flash, go ahead, buddy. All right, so boom, boom. Okay, I went over to Shorty House, right? And after a night of backshot mania, she looked back at me and said, that dick was pasiloquent. Did I get, do I get a pot? Do I get a pot? <laughs> give yourself a dick, King. Nah, was it? I, I, was I felt that coming. Rare? Okay. I felt that coming. You see that? You, you knew it. I, early, early. <laughs> I'm mad you didn't get it. <laughs> I felt it coming. I knew that's I knew this that's the sentence you were gonna use, you piece of shit. Damn right. <laughs> as soon Whoa. as it started. I received that. I received that. As soon as it started. Oh. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So back to the moderator. All right. Thank you, Shane. Thanks, Tim. Is it my friend with you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, who else, yes. Who wants to do it? Oh, like, no, no, somebody no, else should do it. Twenty twenty twenty. This is me being we petty did. now. Uh, do, do we have to? Should I queue you up for the twenty twenty two flash, or do I just go into it? Not with that outfit. You, you got to yeah. do the twenty twenty twenty, bro. Do the twenty. Yeah, you do. Go, go, do it. What the outfit got to do with anything? Y'all just don't yeah, really just, feel comfortable just, doing it. Whoa, 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 whoa! Who don't feel comfortable? I got this. All right, jump in, jump in, do it. Thanks for joining for another episode of the Sophisticatedly Ratchet Podcast. If you're part of the tribe, thanks for coming back again. All right. You can find us on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, and even Google has podcasts specifically. You can find us on all your favorite social media platforms. We're on Instagram, Threads, Facebook, X, Twitter, TikTok, and you can find us at So Ratchet Podcast. That's our handle on those places. If you like to see our beautiful faces, you can catch us on YouTube at So Ratchet Podcast. And if you want to join us on our lives on Wednesday, you can catch us every first Wednesday of the month. Pop out. Um, please join the tribe. Like, comment, and subscribe. And uh, we love you all. And I'm going to take some time and show off. Can you just move your 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 locks, your beautiful locks, King? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. We, we got merch, Tribe. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't look at our show. beautiful model, the spew guy drip drip is that wearing means, the sophisticated yeah. ratchet shirt. You um, and you can purchase yours. Yeah, Hit us shit. up show, in our DMs. It's exclusive right now. Hit us up in the DMs right now. Mm-hmm. This is exclusive to the tribe right now. And he, nice. you see it has his name on it. Spew guy drip drip is on the back. Let's get it. Um, Let's get it. It says Sophisticatedly Ratchet in the front, and you can get it just saying Sophisticatedly Ratchet in the front, or you can pick whichever tribe member that you want right. to have their name on the back of your shirt, too. Um, right. Whatever you want, we got it. That's and it. it's exclusive to the tribe members right now before we start mm-hmm. selling it. Okay. Fact, we, mm-hmm. Look, we push right. products to y'all first, all right? Copy one. Hit good us up job, in the DM. Good job, Ash. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. Like good job. Good job. Um, so, yeah, we got merch, y'all. Come, come, uh, come cop from us. We got you. Let's get it. Okay, Let's so get we ready to jump into today's episode, team? We got all uh, the yeah! formalities out of the way. What are we talking about? Right. Let's get it. Talking about, Gang, man? we have an awesome episode for you today. Okay, what we're going to be talking about, well, what, what started this conversation, uh, what we started this episode topic, rather, is we were talking about some of our favorite books in previous episodes, and I had mentioned Way of the Superior Man, and now I, I want to dive a bit further into it, and we decided to give you this episode, which is going to be a part of our SR Book Club. All right. Look forward to many more episodes like this where we feature our favorite books from our favorite authors and uh, we pick it apart and we figure out if we agree with some of the things that the writer said or if we disagree and we just take it a bit further on how we feel about the books. Okay. So can I just add something? Sure. Of course you can, Queen. I just want to add, because Flash had mentioned this earlier, like, this is what makes us sophisticatedly ratchet. We ratchet, but we read, okay? And I love this book. I love that we're doing a book club. So, Tribe, if you have books that you want us to read or that you really enjoy, throw it in our DM. We would love to be a part of, I want you to listen to this book, read the book too, and listen to this episode as well. But connect with us. Let us know what y'all read it. Okay, that's it. I'm complete. Stop. Nah, don't be sorry. That, that's that's really important for the I, tribe to know. I, I I ain't even gonna lie. I do want to know a lot of more books that like women read because I'll be wanting to get into the minds of women and how they think about mm-hmm. love, relationships, and all this other shit. So it would be interesting to know like what the women recommend as well. And some of and that's why I love this book. You know, so ladies, y'all yeah. in for a treat with this book. Yeah, this 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 book got a lot of jewels in it. It does. This book is titled "The Way of the Superior Man." It was written by David Dieter. He's a writer. He's American white dude. And the full title is Way to Superior Man, A Spiritual Guide to Mastering the Challenges of Women, Work, and Sexual Desires. Right? Now, I'm going to read you a quick description of what the book is. It says, in The Way to Superior Man, David Deere explores the most critical issues in men's lives, from career and family to women and intimacy to love and spirituality. That was a lot. To offer a practical guidebook for living a masculine life of integrity, authenticity, and freedom. It says, join this best-selling author uh, and international renowned expert on sexual spirituality for straightforward advice, empowering skills, body practices, and more help to help you realize life fulfillment immediately and without compromise, right? So this is how the book is described. What I took away from this book were a lot of different gems, and it helped me realize how all of my previous relationships ended the way they did or why they ended the way they did and how to move forward with future relationships with women. So that was one of my takeaways. And once I read this book, I started passing it to all the homies that I know. Flash also read the book. Flash, what was one of your takeaways from the book when you first read it? Uh, for me, uh, I, I mean, I, I guess um, for me, it was how to properly make a relationship succeed and maybe my 
how my view was kind of skewed as far as what I used to possibly do in relationships. And um, it gave me more confidence in having longevity in my, in my you know, relationships. So, yeah. Got you. Shake, yeah. what'd you get from it? Yeah, I, I, so you actually, so this was actually my first audio book. You sent it to me. Okay. Match. Ooh. I started paying $15. I was unaware <laughs> that I was paying this $15. <laughs> they gonna, they gonna I, I sent you 30. I sent you 30. I sent you 30. I thought it was free. I How many it. credits you got? <laughs> <laughs> Mad credits. Mad credits. Yeah, Audible is the truth, but they'll they'll definitely rack up credits on you, bro. They used to expire at one point in time, so thank God that's not the case. Wow. They, they, don't, they don't give a fuck so, if you listen or not, nigga. They want that 15 a month, yeah, nigga. They could definitely Audible, if you're listening, uh, we would love to partner yeah, with sure, you. for sure, definitely. Yes. That's a fact. That's a fact. Sponsor. Sophisticated Ratchet Book Club. Book Club of the Month. Yeah. Book Club Sponsor. of the Month. Audible. It's word. Yes. It's sophisticated. It's sophisticated because they're reading the book and it's Ratchet because it's an Audible. Oh. So, let's <laughs> <laughs> No, not that it's audible. I don't think it's ratchet because it's audible. I think it'll be ratchet based on our opinion. Right, we can't shit on our, on our advertisers. Come on, man. Right. <laughs> I feel like it's ratcheter than actually sitting down and reading the book. But Absolutely however, not. Whatever. Whatever you say. I love Anyhow. audible because you, you sometimes the author the reads book. the book. You know, I've read yeah, okay. Obama's uh, biography nice, and, nice. and hearing it from the author is such a treat. Nice. If you're a real avid nice. reader, you're going to love yeah. Audible for that reasons. But I Audible, I'm not going to tell you too much unless y'all cut us a check. Yeah, that's fine. Facts. They're not even I'm, paying I'm us. Exactly. They're not even paying for that lip service, TJ. You good. know what I'm saying? TJ was... But we need to entice them to do it, Shake. Yeah. Yeah. True, put true your, story. Put your business cap true, on. Put your sophisticated cap on right, right. now. Okay. True, true story. True Think about the money. Think about the money. Got to reach out to get back. Anyhow... Can I tell y'all what I got from the book? The fuck? Sure, sorry. Okay, all right. What I got from the book, okay, was a dynamic between the feminine and masculine that transists beyond gender roles. You understand what Sound I'm like saying? Sound like you read that. I understood. Sound like you're reading it. No, I'm looking at I, you about something. No, you reading? You on camera? I did not I see you. I'm not. I'm looking. I'm looking at the nigga camera. Nigga, ChatGPT, this shit. He, he ChatGPT, this shit. He's like ChatGPT. What do you think about the book? Shake. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. What did you? What did you get from the book? You personally? That's what I'm saying. I, I'm telling you, My this God. is what I got. I didn't read that. I made that up just now, bro. It looked like you looking at the at, at something no, while you read. Because you guys are up here. I'm looking oh, at you guys. Okay? okay. So y'all mm. on my other screen. Okay. So what I'm saying is that, you know, I mean, originally what I, I had thought up. of gender roles, when I think of feminine and masculine, I think of gender roles. I think, okay. you know, mm. men are like this and women are like this. But when I'm when reading that book, they let you know feminine and masculine energy can be found even in same sex couples. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And those yeah. and how those energies attract to each other. And I, I I was very like asphyxiated on this for a while, and it really like it 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 really made me um it really made me start thinking about how our energies match for a while. And, you know, it was like a point of conversation with me, like for a lot of my dating when I was reading it originally back then. Yeah, I, I agree with you hundred percent. I think that this, this book is pusiloquent in the fact that it touches on it in a way that people don't typically think about it. Right. Because I, like you thought masculine and femininity were more associated with roles in terms of like gender roles. Mm -hmm. Right. So, that was something that the book also gave a clear distinction between the two. You know, you can be a man with feminine qualities, right? You can be a woman mm -hmm. with masculine qualities. And it's not a good or bad thing. It's just a way to identify how this person relates. 
you know um i think that i think that often feminine energy is looked down upon when men have too much of it too women have too much feminine energy but i have a better understanding of that what that means now after reading the book you know i have a different appreciation for that but sorry i just want to piggyback on that ladies yo sorry go ahead i'm sorry I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Because I want to, because as we were talking about that right there, I wanted to find out, and, and not, not to throw off your whole episode, if you feel like the Me Too movement, because I feel like the Me Too movement was trying to, is trying to make us more feminine. I feel like it's trying to emasculate men, but like, let's, let, let's go. I wanted to talk a, a little bit more on it. But we, we can, can talk definitely about talk about that. Uh, I, f- I think that there are some ulterior motives that can be viewed that way with the way we are portrayed in, mm-hmm. you know, the media and just in general. So, yeah, I, I can see that for sure. Mm-hmm. But in terms of TJ's face, mm-hmm. why does it look like that? Uh, oh. Sorry. Uh, I really actually... <laughs> I, I'd rather us talk about the Me Too movement, you know, when we get there, because I, I disagree yeah. with Shake. But, um, Absolutely. What was your question oh. to the ladies, Shake? I mm-hmm. mean, Mash. She ought to go for your head, nigga. My question to the ladies is, do you think you would be open to reading this type of book or interested in reading it based off the information that was given so far? Absolutely, yes. I do care, if you don't mind. It, the reason why I say yes is because and you didn't get a chance to read this, MASH, but this was what we talked about when we brainstormed this episode. And I just want to read it for mm-hmm. the ladies out there. So in the description of the book, it also says, he describes the superior man and he says, This kind of man is totally turned on by the feminine. He loves to take his woman sexually to ravish her, but not in the same old macho fashion. Rather, he wants to ravish her with so much love so she is banished. They both vanish in the fullness of loving itself. That shit made my pussy quint, <laughs> ladies. Wow. Okay. You heard, it, you heard it here when first. You heard it here first. He read this <laughs> when we were doing like the brainstorm. I was like, I need to read this book. Ladies, we need to read this book because this is this is how we want our men to be. Not that macho man and how you see the masculine and the feminine and it just rolls. And sometimes we think that men are. We, we give them a, a negative title and say, oh, that's ma- masculinity. That's too macho. Or, you know, we give, yeah, or we, we give them a feminine, uh, a, a negative, uh, you know, title of femininity when he's just right. loving on right. her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's, it's, that's not a bad thing. And it, it's vice versa for women. Some mm-hmm. women are just strong women. And we say, oh, she's masculine. But, you know, some women are just really strong and, and they live, you know, they've been through experiences and whatever. But I love that he's, you know, has this view. I love the way that the author articulates his, his thoughts. So, uh, just yeah, ding her up, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I, I fuck with yeah. it. I fuck with you. Yeah. Go ahead. Because I, I, it's not often that you hear men talk about mm-hmm. masculine and feminine in this way. So it is very mm-hmm. basiloquent. Um, nice. And I'm complete. You only get one. You only get one. Nice. Um, Mo, would you be interested? <laughs> I like that sentence better. Yeah. So um, hearing the prequel to the book, definitely, I would say I want to read the book. Not only that, it gives the women the insight of how men mm-hmm. think as well. You know, we can't pr- perceive how men think, but it gives us a little insight of, you know, the aspect or prospect from from the man's point of view with that. The point that 
TJ Red. It was like, wow, like yes, right? I want to be, Bitch. I want to be, Bitch. you know, I want to be, yeah, I want to be loved like that, right? I want to um, be ravished, uh, ravished, and, and things of that nature. And I and I right. think sometimes and and oftentimes I would say maybe back then for a man to like show his his emotions, it's like oh. He's, you know, he a wimp or whatever, or and and it's, mm-hmm. and it's we need to see that. For example, um, I would say like Sierra and Russell, that's yes. a pasiloquent, that's a pasiloquent couple, you know, for the most part, because people view him as a simp, and it's not that he's a simp; it's the way that he loves upon his wife, right? Why yes. is that so rare okay. for him to show that he loves upon his wife like that, you know? But I, I just think that some men put him in the, in the simp in the simp era, and he's not necessarily simp; he's just showing that that's how. The dynamic of their I don't relationship, know. I don't, you know. So I, I, I would be, I would be, you know, interested. I want, I want to piggyback on that mm-hmm. Russell's comment. I think the reason why mm-hmm. the conversation is headed that way is because of who she was with before him. I don't really think he's a simp Correct. per se. Mm-hmm. I think that he's just so different from what she well, was thank with you before. But that's how they perceive him. That's how they. But that's how. And the reason why I say a simp, and I'm using that language because that's how. That's what people have said on on male podcast about him and things of that nature. And I think yes, yeah, she was with an individual uh, before. She was with Future before, but I don't feel like he's a simp either. I just feel like he right. loves on his wife. And what's right. wrong with that? And he displays that publicly. Yeah, publicly, I agree. He, he could be masculine in other ways that we may not know about. Like I said, not relationship. Yeah. I'm just saying what's what she. Yeah, not for know? sure. So and she stay pregnant, so that that dick mm-hmm. is working. Right. I think Will Smith mm-hmm. gave the same type of vibe after you know um, Jada Pinkett was fucking with like Tupac. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that was like a very similar kind of vibe. You think so? That. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, you're, you're no, saying no. like when somebody goes from dating like a. Uh, a supposed like a, badass a, or a thug to, badass, to somebody and then kind of go to like somebody a little bit more like you know who don't like they, curse like they go to church they, they go to church or some shit no but I wouldn't I wouldn't say that about I, the only reason why I say those two are different is because I've you've never heard that Tupac I'm just saying from what I heard did anything negative to Jada right or anything Facts. of that nature oh. so I, I wouldn't so I wouldn't look at and say that that was a simp as her future who's you know, at the time, really was you know had multiple. You know, it was a different thing. I'm, so I wouldn't say nah, wait, yes. Well, you, Tupac the, was a was a bad one. I've never heard any dish. No, no, no. Yeah, I didn't say future. Be, I, I didn't I, say I, that. What, he what did he do? To, I was trying to figure out what he did. To he her. had multiple baby mamas. He was always caught cheating. He had multiple women. We had multiple. Future's being a nigga. But 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 what I'm saying is that you didn't hear that with even with Tupac. You didn't hear that with Tupac that he had multiple. Baby mothers, he was this. You know but what I'm mean? sure he did. So that's I mean, why I'm sure you don't did. know what the fuck Tupac. I don't know. <laughs> I'm only talking about sure what did. has been shared in the public. I cannot sit here and say that Yo, Tupac has did anything negative I, to Jada. Right, right. That's all that I'm so, saying. So we begin off topic. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, continue. What were you going to say? Go ahead, go ahead, Bash. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Bash. Nah, I was just going to say. Next time you guys want to have sex with your girl and shit, don't say, "Hey, let's go have sex." Say, "I want to ravish you." Okay, just tell a woman that. That shit right there. Y'all heard TJ? Y'all heard us? She said, she said <laughs> squint. She said her pussy. I'm gonna It's not about the words. It's really about the <laughs> right. actions. The action. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You can say it's that. It's the actions. Oh. It's your being. It's it's how you Thanks. show your love for me. It's 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 Thanks. more than just the word of ravishing me. But yes, the pussy <sighs> did quint. But you know one thing I'll say too, and one of the thing, other things I took away from this book, I ain't gonna hold you too long, but I felt like the book had a a whole mission to especially for like men they're like yo fuck the world i feel like that was one of the the key messages and when i say that it's it's like i know how much i enjoy fucking and mm-hmm. if i can do 
the things I love with that same type of joy, it's like, yeah, fuck the world. Like, fuck everything you fucking do and just do it at such a, a high level because you love it. And, you know, and, and this this comes from even like how you you situate like your your career, your work ethic, you know, how you take care of your body, you meditate, whatever, whatever the fuck you're doing. And even like, yeah, tr- how you treat your woman or whatnot, like give it your, you know, your, your inner most energy, wow. you know, so I, I love it. So I did want to just really quick exactly what mm-hmm. you said flash um when you said fuck the world i i really immediately what resonated with me is fuck what our black men have been taught that you can have a million girls and fuck all of them and don't give a fuck about them and let's not act like we weren't taught these things um and not act like men weren't taught these things we know that when boys have sex really young we're congratulating them we you know all these negative things so when i heard you say mm-hmm. you know fuck the world I hear what you're saying, King, but what came up for me is, you know, sometimes you're being taught not by another superior man. You're being taught by your peers. You're Mm -hmm. being taught by, Mm -hmm. you know, TV and all the things that influencing you in your life. And maybe you didn't have a male role model. And so those things. So fuck what you were taught is what I think. Mm -hmm. Fuck what you were taught. And let me teach you the right way in in the way that the author is speaking. um, No, no, you're not taking over. We have a conversation. This is full. Another jewel that I would say that this book helped me polish. And again, I think you made a really good statement in terms of like, fuck the world in terms of, you know, changing or being open to a different approach, right? That's really what it's about. Being open to a different approach to how things could be if you try something different. And one of the things that the author talked about were a lot of the things he talked about, but one in particular was stop hoping your woman to get easier, right? She not going to get easier, right? Mm. She not going to change. She not gonna stop doing whatever it is that you think is like bad that she do, bro. It's not gonna happen. You need to understand that and you need to figure out if you wanna deal with that or not. All right. That's what it comes down to. That's the meat of it. Stop hoping for her to change, you know? And that was something that I had came to came to that conclusion in my past relationships, you know, thinking or hoping that I can make them change. If maybe if I do this, or maybe if I try this, or Maybe if I buy her those things, or maybe if I treat her this way, or I put her on this pedestal. No, bro. She didn't. And this book helped me realize why she didn't. That was one thing that that stuck with me. Another thing that stuck with me was understanding that the feminine challenges the masculine. I'm going to say it again. The feminine challenges the masculine, right? That's a really big thing. She's always going to challenge you, King. She is always going to challenge you it is never going to get easier this is going to be a consistent battle in any relationship that you have with a woman right you know you think oh well you know the grass is greener on the other side sometimes it is sometimes it ain't but know that you still gonna get that same beef like (laughs) it's gonna be it's gonna be the same shit you know that was it uh last thing and then we can get on to the other uh actual meat of the episode is um women aren't liars they just don't know what they're talking about right they not lies. They don't. They don't know what they be talking about. Sometimes y'all like y'all. Like y'all. Y'all say things that y'all don't really mean, but you mean that. something else. Let's and it's really go. hard because you guys are very emotional, right? So your emotions don't allow you to communicate as clear as possible, right? And I think that that is a really big thing to take away from this book. <laughs> they not liars. Yo, yo, for real shit, I ain't even gonna hold you. Women do have a way with words where it's like, they they are 
complaining or telling you something, but they're not telling you the the, the whole not shit. Directly, and, I, and I will say not directly. Yeah, not not directly. Not directly. Yeah, don't believe the little content that's coming out. To you. Don't and believe like, that. You need to read between the lines. You need to learn how to read, motherfucker. Join a book club. I'm just saying. <sighs> Uh, I, I love to hear your feedback, uh, ladies. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Female okay. tribe members, put it in the comments. What you feeling? Bomo. I feel like, yeah, I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. women do kind of speak out of pocket and shit. And it, 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 it gets like that. Sometimes women are out of pocket with it. And it may be for your best interest. It may be in your best interest. And uh, you got to kind of read between the lines of what they're saying. It's not always as clear to us now, what they're now, trying to tell us. Now, I would say this. I... No, I, I just want to say one thing. From a woman's perspective? Yeah, from a woman. Now, I'm going to be honest. Yes, sometimes when you're at emotional high, you are all over the place. And sometimes it may uh-huh. be hard to express yourself in that moment, right? Because it's a lot of emotions running. I think, but as a female, once we, as a woman, I should say, once we collect our thoughts, oh, we can mm-hmm. have a clear and concise conversation, you know? So um, just to say like, oh, we, you know, we don't, we're just, you know, talking and not really knowing what we're talking about, I would disagree with that. But- while we're emotional, being honest, yeah, sometimes when your emotions, emotions are running high, it's a lot. Your, your, your mind is all over the place. You're, you're talking about this, then you're jumping to this, then you're saying to this. So, yes, I will agree with that for not just women, for anybody, even mm-hmm. even Thank male. You. Well said, you know? Queen. Yes. Well said. Yes. Now, we're talking about, now, now we, we, talk, we talk about women. We talk about women. I, I, but I'm talking about talking male about and, and women. We could talk about women. Feminine. I'm feminine. About, Let's talk about feminine. I'm talking about. Me, I did. I started with that, but I'm saying I just also think it's for a male as well. When emotions are high, from your experience, things, from my experience, right? Things are said. Once people calm down and you have and your thoughts are focused, you can have a clear, direct conversation in regards to um what you want, what you understand from this and that. Another thing you said about um you know this is I think that goes for both Challenge. both male and female. Did, yeah, ch- these are these are who you are. You said that woman when it changed. I think if a person really wants to change, they can. Certain little things that's important to that under the individual. If it's important enough, you can, you know, learn to to work with it. It's going to happen overnight. No, because you're used to doing certain things. So you have to put in the work to kind of make that change that that person wants, if that's what you want to do. But for the most part, yes, that's the person's makeup. You are with the person because of who they are. And that's a part of them. However, if it's something that. How much work is worth it? Huh? I mean, it, that's not something we quantify. Yeah, it's not I can't. Yeah, I can't quantify, and it. it depends on what it is. I, I can't depends. say how much work it is. It depends, it depends on, on what it is. Yeah, it depends on what it's it is. Situation. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't depend it's on. A, it's Priscilla. <laughs> okay. Dang <laughs> so, but go ahead. So I know that's. I just kind of want to touch on that, but I don't know. If, I know you want to say something, Flash. Yeah, Flash. Yeah, what you want no, to say? No, I, I was oh. hearing you. Mm-hmm. I, I was. Okay. I was listening to your conversation just about changing people. I'm saying here, like, truly, I don't. Yeah, I mean, it's a bad way to go about even trying to get in a relationship and thinking. But I, but I feel like right, there are a lot more women. Yeah. I feel like there are a lot more women who go into relationships wanting to change the guy. The guy. Versus, I would agree with that. I would agree. I would agree with that somewhat. Yes. When, when they're already telling you what they want and you what want, they you want. want to yes. That. Mm-hmm. I right. Yes. And sometimes the conversations that y'all have and the and the approaches that y'all take to to figure out the problems. Is why I say like y'all don't always sometimes go for the the direct guts or uh, 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 what it is or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Because a dude could, let's say, not have a uh, a job that's bringing in a lot of cash and maybe y'all struggling or something like that. But you always see him playing 2K or some shit. And now you're gonna take out your frustrations on 2K when all reality it's just that you want him to maybe be more disciplined or, or or get a better job or focus on more money or some shit like that. And I'm not saying that's that's always the case. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just letting y'all know like sometimes. Once again, no. the problems that y'all have where y'all trying to change something with him 
are not the direct conversations that y'all are having to actually make the change. And I, I'm going to just say this and I'm going to stop talking after this. And then I'm going to let TJ go. And I think that's because oftentimes we get depicted as de-emasculated a man sometimes when we're so mm. direct sometimes. So emasculating. I mm. em, emasculating, sorry, emasculating, yeah, emasculating mm. a man. Mm. And I think that's why we may not go straight for the the juggler because you are our man at the end of the day. And we don't want to, you know, do that to you sometimes. And I think that's, you that's feel like less from. of a man. Yeah. Less but of, sometimes less, exactly. the, the conversation, yeah. the conversation so ahead, becomes TJ. so diluted and not clear that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It becomes about like flash said, it becomes about one thing when it's about something else completely, which right. kind of throws everything off. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And that, and that's, that's why arguments sometimes don't go anywhere. And it's because, you know, the woman not, the woman is not being clear about what she's really complaining about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and TJ. I think, Go TJ. and like Mo, and like Mo said, I think sometimes we do try to buffer what we're saying to you, and maybe we're going to talk about the video game, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because it's an easier conversation as opposed to you ain't paying the bills, and I've been paying the so- bills every month. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's an easier conversation. It like, what it what is. have you done? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I get it. And we get to be more direct. And so tribe ladies out there, you're hearing it straight from the men that we get to be direct with them. And I think Correct. what we need to do is work on our delivery. Mm-hmm. And because I'm hearing them say, you know, they don't want us to be too rah-rah, but we also hear them say, be very direct, right? So this is mm-hmm. what we're learning from them. Mash, mm-hmm. I, I agree with Mo. I, you made two comments and I didn't want to interrupt. But I did when I wrote them down mm-hmm. and you said that we don't know what we're talking about and you can't mm-hmm. change us. And Mo, you, you did a very good job by just clarifying that. I think it could be both people that have this and exactly what you said. Oh, women are going to challenge you. I don't feel like challenging you is a bad thing. Like I want mm-hmm. a woman that's going to say, are we going to get a car? Are we going to, what are our goals? And so it's the way that the woman challenges you, you know, like if if they're just going to be argumentative about every little thing and not making no sense, but I want to be around a man that's going to challenge me too. I want him to ask me what my goals are, what, what, what's my plan and all those Mm -hmm. things. So I want a man that's going to challenge me. And so, and, and I feel like, the right man, the superior man is going to want a woman that's going to challenge him in a certain mm-hmm. way, not in a negative way or in an argumentative way and nagging way, complaining. Cause I know that that's how y'all see women as nagging and complaining. And we know going- that's how we've experienced women. That's not how we see them. That's how we've experienced women. It's different. Right. Correct. Right, oh, right, correct. Right. Right. Thank, thank and that's you, okay. Because guess what? No, that's, I don't, right. that's your experience. I, no, I, don't, sure. I don't see that for as sure. negative. That's your mm-hmm. experience. I don't, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I agree. That's right. your experience. Right. And we, we have all experienced, you know, things like that because I've experienced it with a man too. I'm sure you, you have. Know? Yeah. I have. Have you have you and experienced it with women? I have experienced it with women that I've dated as well. You know, mm-hmm. so I think it's about the person and the person that is open Let's and have a ready conversation and about willing that. and having go ahead. Mm-hmm. Let's have that conversation. So do you think that women do you think that women express themselves? clearer than men to you? Like when your relationships that you've had when with When I'm dating sexes, women? Do you think that women communicated themselves efficiently to you? Like, so you understood them, what their needs and wants were? Um, I would say that the it was easier to have a conversation with a woman as opposed to a man. Because mm. I would automatically, because I think men that I have dated <clears throat> may have had experiences of women that are always nagging and negative. Right. So when I'm coming to them, having trying to have a conversation with them, they like, Oh, 
you know? And that, and I've had my ex come back to me and be like, yo, I really wasn't even trying to listen to you. You know, mm-hmm. like I wasn't even trying at that time. And that was for him, you know, like that was for him. And, and at that time frame, he was, he just wasn't open mm-hmm. because of his past experience. And that happens sometimes too. Mm-hmm. You know, a man can say something and it could be so aggressive and so raw. I'm already shut down because you got to come to me very lovingly, very gingerly when you're trying to like tell me about myself, too. You know what mm. I'm saying? So I think it's it's both ways. And, and because of my past experience and sometimes I'm not even able to hear what you're saying to me because of my past experience. So you got to take that away from it. But the women that I've dated, I've, I've seen it. I felt like the conversation was a little bit easier to have, but I think it's about the person because I've had great conversations with men too. Mm. Um, Mm. You know, I feel like the more mature men that I've dated that are very self-aware, emotionally intelligent, these conversations are beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not argumentative. They don't make me feel like I'm nagging. They actually thank me for giving me, giving them their feedback, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and I'm trying hard to work on my delivery. I'm trying hard to be direct, but, you know, not in an aggressive and off-putting way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Honing into my femininity, but still being able to have a strong conversation, you know, And, and to make my needs known and, you know, yeah, express myself. Yeah, for sure. And vice versa. Yeah. Creating an a, a right. opportunity and a space for them to express themselves as well and be understood. Because I think that's yeah. the key. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know one thing I'm saying? I'm laughing because, you know, we keep saying man and women, but really the book is about like feminine energy and masculine energy. It doesn't really matter mm-hmm. whether you're a, a man or a woman. We're just saying, oh, it's just saying okay. that for the, for the men who are, who are on the masculine scale, and you're trying to attract the woman on this scale, like you got to, you're going to experience some of these things because I know there are some more masculine women in the sense of like, they'll fucking take a, a, a bottle of Henny to the head, look at you and be like, yo, you coming home with me tonight. I'm going to fuck the mm-hmm. shit out of you. And they don't even fucking know you. And that's when, that's, and that's when I know like, oh, this is too much masculine energy for me. She might be on some different shit. This is the bitch that ain't going, that ain't going to tell you about the PlayStation 5 and 2K. She's going to bust your 2K and say, go get a job, mm-hmm. nigga. The fuck out, you know, go, go, you know, go yes. do what you fuck before like, you got to do it. And sometimes you're the ve- very masculine fucking masculine. Energy. And for me, I can't be in that shit. I don't, I don't want to be in that type of situation or whatnot. So, I understand the type of women that I'm trying to attract and also the type of problems that also may come alongside with that, you know? So, right. um, and I, yeah. And, and I, and I get that flash, you know, like I feel like even and it's little subtle things, like even with feminine and masculinity, like I know I, I used to like, I put stuff together myself. Right. But now if I'm mm-hmm. dealing with someone who's, they look at that, like, why do you, why are you not asking me once again? And right. It's not intentional. Right. I'm just used right. to doing it by myself. So I have to nah, learn now. Nah, no, no, no. Put your, put, put them pretty hands down. Put the little pretty I, hands right. down. But that's, okay. You know, that's you, been very, that's, right. that, that's been hard. Right. Just like a, a man, for example, who may know how to cook and just, and it just, just cooks, you know what I mean? So it's like, okay, now I, you know, I can still help there too, but I think it's, those and that's what I'm talking about when, as far as changing, right? Ooh. Right, Mash? Like you can make subtle changes because I'm just so used to doing, doing like I'm taking it. And to the man, it's like, let me in. Why you don't have mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. hello, right. I'm here too. And let that's me what I'm open the door. I'm here. Yeah, yeah I'm here. Hello. Bags. Let me let help me right. help you. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to do everything? And it's not, and it's like, oh my God, like I have to allow him to be a man and to I so, can take a step mm-hmm. back. Right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Even if that means the man cooking too, by the way. Correct. Nah, nah, nah. That's not a feminine thing. Exactly. Thank you. That's feminine, fam. That's feminine. It's not. Far from. It's not. Far it's from. Not. For, for me, for me. That on my scale is a, is an act of service where I'm, I'm not saying that cooking in itself is feminine, but I want that to be in, in the, the feminine 
as far as the a things that I do. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not saying that. This is about me. This is about me. This ain't about y'all. Okay, it's about you. I'm not projecting. Okay. Talk about your experience. Yeah, I'm calling you a bitch, right, man? We lived together for a long time. I cooked you a lot of food, bro. What you trying to tell me right now? You call me a bitch, bro. You calling me feminine? You had a lot of feminine energy. Nah, nah, nah. That's what I'm hearing. Nah, 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 nah. You questioning my masculinity because I cook for my brother? Except your feminine. Nah, no, let's nah, be clear. So Matt, so Matt, for Matt cook for me before. For I said for myself okay. and what I want my woman. Uh, a lot. Don't say before. I cook it, for you a lot. No, I just said. Don't say before. No, 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 no. I just said. You need to be clear. We've been together for a very long time Matt, and I cook Matt, for you a lot, bro. Uh, you were the wife in that relationship. I cook for you a lot, bro. I want to be clear. All right, all right, all right. Yo, Flash, I understand you. I understand you in the in the in the mode because I'm saying her chef. Her chef. Now I can't fuck with a chick who can't fucking cook. In my opinion, I cannot. And I feel like I feel like that's something that she should have learned from her when she turned 13. Somebody should have took her into the kitchen like you were coming into womanhood. You need to know how to at least I already rice. know that's how that's she what I mean by You it. need thank, to know how to cook. You need to know how. You, you know what I'm saying? Real right. shit. You need, you need to know how. Now, I feel like a man doesn't have to know how. I feel like they got to be able to take wow. care of themselves, but they don't have to know how to cook. But I feel like a female, a woman has to know. I feel like that is, I feel like that is like the basics of being a woman. I feel like that's the basics of her femininity to me. No, no, no. No, me. Shay, don't do that. I'm allowed Shay, to have get angry. No, no, They're going to get angry, Shay. Don't, don't, don't let TJ's face stir you. Don't let TJ's face stir you, bro. I'm don't look angry. at her. Look at, us. look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Yes, bro. Yes. If I meet a chick who can't cook, the odds are we're not staying together that long because I can't fuck okay. with her. Okay? I think, she needs I, I, to know I, how to cook. I want to... Nah, and I, TJ, I want to bring this up because I think this is where me and TJ is similar. And I'm just noticing like, wow, this is somewhere where we're similar. I think both parties should, like, for instance, TJ's father knows how to cook, was a chef. He right? was a chef. My, He's an he was a chef. He owned multiple right. restaurants. So. My, my, my pops, <laughs> in the, and I'm just saying grown up, I'm just, I'm just, no, 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 I'm not being funny. I'm saying grown up in a household where you're seeing a man cook. My pops threw down in the kitchen. My mother also cooked too, just like TJ's mother also cooked. They, so it was both things, but I'm coming up, we're both in, like, coming up from a household where we've also identified and saw a man cooking as well. So to me, I now I'm just saying like if I'm dating somebody I may you know want a man that could cook too because that's what I'm used to I'm used to the man and the woman cooking is what I'm saying because that's how I grew up where both parties was cooking I'm just giving that as an example but let me wait wait hold on let me tell you why it's important to me because I feel like I'm down to go bust my ass for my woman go risk my 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 mm-hmm. hard earned energy, provide, my potential, right? all, all, all of that shit, of man, and, right? and, and I and I feel all like I'm one asking. of the most, and sometimes one of the most like nurturing things are like the thing, the simple things. Like yo, if I if she makes me a meal, so that that does so much for me in terms of like. Mm-hmm. That's love. That's love for me. That's that's a love language. That's what for love me. looks like. That's so, what love so looks yeah. like to you, bro. And right. it's okay. It's okay that that's what love looks like to you. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I feel like if I got a chance, I feel. I, I feel, feel like, like when you do it for me. Sorry, bro. I feel, it's not about he you, see, though, bro. He didn't see it that way. He didn't uh, see it that way. He saw it as you you was helping him out. You know what I'm saying? But right. at the end of the we day, was, we was in, at we the end of the day, for me, for me with the woman, thank you, Flash, for saying that. I feel like that's my love language as well. That's how I see love from a woman when she cooks for me and whatever. And if she can't do that for me, she can't show the love that I that I need. You feel what I'm saying? I feel like it's more of a... I understand what you guys are saying. Men should learn how to cook. Yes, Men should learn how to cook at the end of the day. However, 
I feel like it's not it's not audacious for this man to not know how to cook. I feel like it's not pasiloquent for a man to meet a man who doesn't know how to cook. You know what I'm saying? That's not rare. All right? You guys can more readily accept a man who doesn't know how to cook than me as a man accept a woman who doesn't know how to cook. I want to co-sign with Shake also for the Wait, simple TJ fact. TJ was going to say something, but go ahead. Man. Two well, seconds. Two, two, two seconds. Ahead. I think yeah. I, mm-hmm. I agree with you, Shake. I think that I to be a parent, you have to be able to cook. Parental. That's, like, if you're going to have my baby, you got to be yes. able to cook. So I think that mm-hmm. that is a core reason why I agree with Shake. Cool. Yeah. You're going to be my okay. wife. You got to be able to cook. Why? You're going to cook for my babies. I'm not going to have you make, like, order fucking Chick-fil-A for my babies every day. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. Crazy. Like, you got to be able to cook. So I agree with you 100%, Shay. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say something about um, TJ? I hear, and, and thank you so much, Mo, for just passing me the baton because it's, it's two of us against us, <laughs> right. the three of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So ladies fun. of the tribe, I know y'all out there. I hope y'all commenting right now because we got a lot mm-hmm. to say. And I get you, man. I'm hearing you. And I hear that mm-hmm. you guys feel like the love language is cooking because your mom fed you these meals. And mm-hmm. when, you, when you needed love, it was like, here, baby fill your stomach up and you loved mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? I hear mm-hmm. you and I received that. Shake, you made a comment and you said, oh, when she 13 years old, she should know how to cook. Well, then are we holding that same standard for men? Because the role I is- I didn't know. That's not for me. That's not for n- me. No, I'm not done. I'm not done. I, I ain't mm-hmm. finished my thought. Shut up, shut are up. Are we holding the same standard for men where we hold the, the role of them to be protectors and providers? Because at 13 years old, some, some 13-year-old little boys don't know how to fight and they don't know- what it looks like to pay a bill and and how to figure out themselves. A lot of men are just figuring out themselves as they approach 40. That's their daddy fault. To be providers and protectors. And what if they're dead? There was no daddy. Then that's their daddy fault. And that... and. Mm-hmm. Y- but that's so what I'm saying. So if their father you passed have, away, though, like, come on now. I'm just saying if it's a situation. It's the life that they've been yeah, experienced yeah. to. Like, uh, this is what they're experiencing. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it's nobody's fault. Right. We all get to learn it. And this is what the superior man is talking about. And I hope that they find the superior man as a, as a book or as a guide. Right. But I just feel like our, we need to if we're going to hold women to the standard at, at 13, you should know how to cook and clean, you know, and we should be holding little boys at 13 to provide and protect. And we know that that yeah, doesn't exist. We, we know that humans need to learn how to cook. Because you may not always have a wife that's going to cook for you. So, TJ. And mm-hmm. both people need to know how to you, cook. Just like you said, MASH, you cooked and you want your wife to cook because you, you believe in a home-cooked meal for your children and for your family. I get TJ, it. TJ, let me ask you a question. Vice versa. Do you think it's important for Absolutely. women to be able to cook? I think it's important for women to know how to figure out how to feed That sounds like a no. That sounds like a long-ass no. Family. Just say no. That's a long-ass no. That, that's that political that shit. That was a long-ass uh, no. No, because, yeah, because no. everybody yes doesn't no. know how yes to cook. No. Yes no. But because I, want to, because I want to nurture my family, I, you could watch YouTube videos and learn how to put it together. No, that's not what I'm you asking what I'm you. Saying? Yes or no. You can read think, a cookbook. Uh, it's not important that you know how to cook. As long as you want to learn how to do it is exactly. what matters to me. Okay. You got to be able to take care of your family. It's not knowing how to cook. It's it's that you really care about nurturing your family with wholesome Mm -hmm. meals, with healthy meals, as opposed to, Uh, you know, quick alternatives that are not healthy for the family. 
Now, TJ, when you talk about little boys having to have to step into like a manhood as young when they're younger, understand that younger women in their femininity do expect that masculine energy as they're getting going into their teenage years. Like they really do have to start stepping into these masculine roles. When you were a high schooler and you were looking, I don't know if you dated boys in high school, but you know the girls. I didn't date women until I was twenty-eight. The girls who are dating boys in high school, they wanted the more masculine boys. That. That's who they flock but to. But we're all they boys masculine, though. In the, at that age to start stepping into their masculinity. I want to say this one comment. Mm-hmm. I know what you guys experience, but at 13, us women, believe it or not, had to be aggressive too. We were on That's the train saying, by ourselves, saying, learning how to... We had That's to learn how to protect ourselves. All I'm saying is that both people... People need to learn, young people need to learn life skills of protecting yourself, learning mm-hmm. how to provide for yourself, learning how to cook for yourself. It's a people thing. It's a young mm-hmm. people thing. It's a skill. It's a life, it's a life skill that Understood. they need to have. Understood. Because let me tell you, men think that no. all of a sudden we need to drop this aggressive or masculine energy that we have where it comes to protecting ourselves, providing for ourselves, and doing for ourselves. We've been doing it all this time. time. So TV. We, ha- we have educated a lot of women nowadays, and we can look at the studies, and I don't want to do a shake back right now. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look it's at a lot the of studies. Shake but a lot of women that yeah. are way more yeah. educated than men right now and making a lot more money than men right that, now. That, 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 we, that we, we're, li- we're living in this world okay. with all the same things that y'all are living in this world with. Having mm-hmm. to protect ourselves and provide for ourselves. So all of a sudden you want us to drop all of that and just cook and no, clean? We just add, we just want you to be able to... I just want you to be able to answer right. if you need to cook or not. <laughs> that, that was my question. You went on a whole evangelical shit. Oh, for, for oh, all that, yeah, yeah. TJ, TJ, for, for, for your whole political campaign shit, I'm going to say this. Skills... <laughs> Skills and roles are two different things. And what we're talking about, when we're, especially when we're talking about niggas who's on the more masculine side and women who's on the more feminine side, we, we prefer certain roles. Fuck the skills. Like, we want you to have these roles. It's not that we can't do it. It's not that we're incapable of doing it. I just know for me, if I'm in my most masculine way, yes, I want the role of my... I, I know that the women that's going to have all these roles and maybe all these checkboxes that I like, she's probably going to be in more of her, fe- her, more of her feminine energy. She might be mm-hmm. more nurturing. She might she mm-hmm. might okay. know like when my you're, nigga- When you're providing and you're protecting, right, right, I right, can right, be right, in that right, energy. Right. I get that. But if I'm, if I'm taking care of the bills and you playing 2K and I'm cooking, it don't right. make sense. So, so this is what I'm Allow saying. Allow me to be in my feminine so, energy. So this is why I say like, I'm okay with busting my ass to make sure I can take care of what I perceive to be the, the work that I don't need you focus on because I need you to focus on certain things. It's not that I'm just gotcha. asking for those so roles of you. I'm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying like, I'll, I'll take care of this just so you can be that person for me as well. That's all. And that, mm-hmm. that I love that. that. I like that. Flash, I get that. I get that. And the hypothetical you gave Flash, mm-hmm. I guarantee that that shorty was not cooking if, she was, if this nigga wasn't working and was playing 2K. Right, of course. No, why she? Well, a lot of women that are cooking while they are playing two K. Nah, nah. If she cooking, no, it happens. But T, but TJ, you are kind of going around. You was like all over the place. Who like responded to? I'm not. But that's the answer. It's not a yes or no. No, my actual, my actual comment. It doesn't have to be. No, my comment was basically that you saying that you know our boys learning to be providers at 13 and my answer to you and protectors is yes they have to learn to jump into those roles they have to learn to jump into those roles at that age as well they because you know that's what women are attracted to 
when they're in like these younger ages, they're attracted more to masculinity. It's not about how much money you have. I mean, sometimes it is, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's women are attracted. Feminine energy is attracted to that masculine energy and men have to learn to step into their masculinity. And that's why 13 is a pivotal age. And that's why I use 13 because they say 13 is the age when you become a man or 13 is the age when you become a woman. And that's when you start stepping into that. That's when you start like, Stepping into your masculine role, I guess, because of puberty, because of puberty, you start moving towards the person that you want to be. You know what I'm saying? And what women expect with feminine energy usually expects from the um, guys is the masculine energy. When guys start stepping into the feminine energy, women are usually and I'm not saying all women usually not attracted to that. I want to just say this real quick. I'm Mm -hmm. as a 13 year old girl growing up in the Bronx. I had to figure out how to protect myself at 13 too. Okay. I get that. So I on top that. of learning how to yeah. cook, I had to learn how to take the bus by myself so, and make sure yeah. nobody touched me inappropriately. And we were already having fights in, in sixth grade. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was real. So as you were learning how to protect yourself and you thinking women were attracted to that, I was actually attracted to the guy that wanted to hold my hand and wanted to kiss me behind the building. And yeah, he was going to have my back too, but I had my own back. <laughs> this is the, right. the world that we're growing up in. And don't act like you don't want your daughter at 13 to have this protection on herself too, just like I had at 13 as well. Yo, so yo, I'm just saying that it's, it's not, it's right not now. just a cooking a thing and a protection right thing now. for no, the- Let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. For let what? Go. Say that, what was the energy that I have right now? Bro- I didn't hear that. Energy. That's what he said. Bronx energy right now. That is right. what it is. A lot of us <laughs> women right. are living in the same it's world the that Bronx you are living in, We're living in the same world that you're living in and we're dealing with the same things that you had to deal with. Yes. Throw your exes up, ladies. We didn't have it easy either. We had to protect ourselves at thirteen well, as we're well. We're not discounting TJ. the experience. Of I hear anybody, your question, Mash, right? and it was I so. Answered yes, your answer is yes. Okay. Tell me why your answer is yes, Mo. Because I just want to move on. You said you you you're, you're asking should um a woman woman know how to cook? to cook? Should a woman know how to cook? Yes or no? I'm thinking about. Yes, okay. and a man should why? know how to cook. But yes, a woman should know Stop how to cook. Stop that shit. Why? Yes right. and why. You asked me why. <laughs> you asked me why because I have to learn to cook for myself and I also feel like with or without a man, if I have a child and my man leaves me tomorrow, I got to know how to provide for my for my children and my babies. And I want to, like you said, I want to make sure that they eat incorrectly. And even if I don't know how to cook, as TJ said, I better get on the internet and learn, okay, let me portion this. Okay, this is how you make that. This is how you do that. Like, because that's, because now I'm surviving. I have children I have to provide for. Whether I can cook or not, I, I'm going to learn, you know, because I have children. Right. Like you said, I'm not going to have my children eating every day fast food. So I agree. Yes. So for me, yes, I'm going to know how to cook. And 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 when and I'm not talking about cooking immaculate and well. We're not even talking about that. We're talking about service. Rice aroni. Making a Put a, that shit in the water, boil yeah, it, put a the season pack yeah. in there, give me mm. something basic. You don't even got to be a chef, yeah. but try. Yeah. Chef, right. That's what I'm saying, yeah. but try. Right. But that's right. what I just said. That's not the know how to cook. It's knowing. I said no, she never heard it. Mo heard it. That's the thing. Mo heard it. You didn't hear Listen to the episode again. I said it's bigger than just Knowing how to cook, it's wanting to know how to nourish their family appropriately. Got you. That's it. Got you. That's yeah. what's she more said important. Go on YouTube, yes. Go on YouTube, read a cooking book. Yo, all I know is if you're a woman and you can't cook, you better be bringing home the bacon. That's, <laughs> that's all right. I'm saying. And a lot of them do. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Can I get a- you you a- Hold on. 
That's why you can't keep your nigga. That's why you can't keep your nigga. No, Shake, Shake, hold on. Shake, I'm not disagreeing. Hold on. I'm not disagreeing with you, though, Shake. You know what? And I'm just giving an example. I'm giving a quick example. On Married to Medicine. That is not a Shake fact. No, no, it's not. But I'm not going to disagree either. Because on Married to Medicine, like Dr. Jackie, she's a GYN. She's a very, a very, you know, well-known doctor. Prominent doctor. Prominent doctor, yeah. She really can't cook like that. She said that she can't cook. Her husband... But her husband, I think he also, um, uh, gosh, used to do basketball. He's a coach basketball. of a basketball team. He's a coach of a team. basketball team. So I don't know, but I am assuming, and I, I'm putting it out there, I'm assuming that she makes more money than he does, correct? Okay. So in that instance, maybe he's, maybe he's the cooker. And because she clearly, she admits that she can't cook, but she's bringing home the bacon. Right. So, which is why I said, you know, maybe that's what works for them. And let's be that's clear. These are gender roles that we're I'm talking about. Stay away these, from the roles. These are gender roles that we're right. talking about. We kind of got off track. Yo, what, but I just want to be clear. But, but no, wait, wait, I, got, I got one, yeah, one, I got one more thing. Because I, I wanted to talk to Shake's point as far as, you know, because TJ was asking, you know, our younger boys, you know, being, I guess, groomed to be more masculine. And, I, and I, I'm going to say for me, I felt like I was. I felt like when I was younger, when I was 13, I was probably playing dice games, trying to learn how to hustle. Niggas was fucking slap boxing, trying to learn how to protect yourself and, and, and just learn how to. And, and I'm not going to lie. It was, all, it, was, it was mainly dudes that was doing this. So I was, I was around maybe other boys of masculine energy. And don't get it twisted. There was women who would probably want to slap box too. But then I'm looking at her like, oh, she don't need no protection. You know what I'm saying? She got this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so she was probably living in more of her like masculine and you have And I ain't mad at that. You know what I'm saying? But, and even when it came to like even working out weights and, and want to work out in the park, you, you playing, you playing ball or some shit. And when women pass by, you got to poke out your chest and shit, let them know like, yeah, you see this, you see that shot, you know, you're trying to show off and shit. So it is, I feel like there is grooming to be more masculine, even when you're younger. And, and you know, and, and I don't know what women are doing necessarily around that age, but you're getting your periods and seeing blood screaming and shit. I don't, I don't know what the fuck going on, but I know at least for, for my, <laughs> my family, um, <laughs> Jamaican households and shit. shit. You know they were. <laughs> that just came to mind for me. No, they no they no they they were teaching the women like how to how to you know I guess step into womanhood. Some of that was learning how to cook. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not mad at it. That's that's all I'm saying. I feel like the experiences might might differ. You know, I remember I remember one that. experience of, of girls stepping into their womanhood with living with my family was that. They taught them to wash out their panty. You have to wash out your panty crotch. Right? Mm. I used to wash it out in the shower and I used to hang mm. that shit up. And that traumatized me as a young boy. One day, Facts. one day. Panties everywhere. Yeah, having ha- panties hanging. If yes. you're in a Caribbean One weekend. Panties are hanging up weekend, in the bathroom. I stayed yeah, by definitely. her crib and I went, took a shower and I went to go dry my face off and I thought I was grabbing my towel, but it wasn't my mm-hmm. towel. And it was somebody's panty. Bro. And I thought to myself, this is oh horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, yeah. this. At least it was clean. It was clean though. At least, At least they rinsed it out, right? At least nah. it was clean. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I give, yeah. But you know, I think that's for women because we know that you know that is a life skill, and I, that, that's what I want to talk about: life skills as opposed to gender roles. Is life mm-hmm. skills is what I'm trying to impart on you men, and like yeah. I'm learning lessons from you guys. You guys go. should take some lessons We're from me and discarding. not just discard you're not, you're, everything. You're that not I'm taking a lesson from us that women should cook. Like that's you not taking from us. I, I do feel like women go. should want to know how to nourish their go. family. Here she go. Here she Just go. Just like men Fuck should know how to here. nourish their families. Fuck I'm not going to say what you like, want me to say. Yo. I'm saying what I believe. What you believe? You know, and we need to stay away from the roles and the bullshit. You yo, know, that's so hard for the same Yes. But for a woman, just to give some context to the panty thing, 
the context mm-hmm. is as you start to get your period, you know, you got to start making sure that you're cleaning your vagina well. You're making sure yes. that your panties are clean, you know? So it's mm-hmm. that's a life skill too. You know what I'm saying? Washing your, your panties is I'll a never life nothing skill. nothing about that. I ain't never, I'm not, I'm, I, I ain't never, never had to wash my briefs. I, I ain't hold you. No. I ain't never. But had to a lot of men should have been because you know, at thirteen, I'm sure y'all had shit skin all drawers. in y'all drawers. You don't know about my, my drawers. mama threw you that in the washing machine. Y'all should have been washing y'all pants. <laughs> nah, we threw that in the washing machine. I learned at a young age how to wash. I washed my own drawers. My track record is amazing. It's a woman thing. My track record is No. I feel like I feel like it's not the washing. I feel like it's the hand washing and then hanging and. That, that, I feel like that's what, where the issue lies for us because we usually put our shit in the laundry and we wash that shit like that. Like, what is the, why, what, what's the need for actually hand washing your underwear? You know what I'm saying? Blood Christ. It's a Caribbean thing. I think it's more of a Caribbean thing. Okay. So I think, um, and I think we hand wash Do I hand wash my, my panties now? Them. I don't. Yeah. 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 I, do I hand wash my panties to this day? Even though I was taught this way? No, I don't. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I, I throw it in the laundry mm-hmm. along with everything else. You know what I'm saying? I know feminine hygiene, but I think it, it was a Caribbean thing to teach you yeah. cleanliness. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I it do was, both. Was, like some, That's what that sometimes, was. Yeah, sometimes I still hand wash. And although I still hand wash it, I still put it in the laundry to wash it in the laundry. So it's just, it's just you know... <laughs> Yeah, so once I, I hang it up, it goes into I, the hamper. I, anyway, I, I ain't even gonna lie. When I was younger, I, that shit used to throw me off. I'm sitting here like, what they do? They doodle themselves. Like they always gotta wash the panties. <laughs> and shit. I, I'm sitting here like, why? Why they always hanging the panties up? Like it never, it never, but, never. I was too young. You didn't get that. Or I think. Okay, go. thank you. I was gonna say, but for the for the panty part, I think to be honest, and then I'm not trying to be nasty, but I think the renting of the panty part was for like you know at times when you have your period and it may spill over into your panty. Just so that uh, blood doesn't set into the panty, you you rent it mm. right. You rent it out first, and then you would still wash it. That's what I was gonna say. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Now I understand. Mm. Thank you. So now much. you understand, right? I like if you me. have your menstrual, sometimes if you have an accident or overflows, it may get on your underwear, and so that you know you don't want that to have that blood. You know, you'll you'll rinse it mm-hmm. out. You know, and then mm-hmm. gotcha. I ain't mad at it. Love this book though, Mo. You definitely should give it a listen. It's, it's pretty yeah. dope. No, I'm. I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna listen to it or read it. I need to. I got. I don't have Audible, so I'm gonna. listen. But they give you one free credit. <laughs> Take that shit. Snatch yo, it up. Somebody, somebody said, "Yo, okay. send it. Send her the. Uh, send her an Audible invite, and she'll get the, the mm-hmm. book for free. If it's your first mm-hmm. time doing Audible, the first book is free. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then they'll start charging you. It's not free. Cancel, nigga. No. Cancel. Yeah, Don't yeah, be like a Cancel yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah. Don't check months later and then you're going to have mad credits in your library. Mad credit. <laughs> you yeah, like, why do I have nigga. six? Why do I have 72 credits? You and you look at that you shit, you're mad studious. Mad money. You, you pay studious. You like, pay bright. smart, smart. You pay bright. He just waiting to read all them books at once. <laughs> That's what that nigga <laughs> All right, so moving on to the next segment of the episode. I want to talk to you guys about quotable moments from the book. All right. There were a lot of quotable moments. We just discussed several of them. But in terms Mm -hmm. of quotable moments that stood out, one in particular um, was live as if your father was dead. Right. And what the author is saying is a man must love his father and yet be free from his father's expectations and criticism in order to be a free man. Right. Now, that's the message that the writer's conveying with this statement, live as if your father was dead. Um, mm. For me, as a man, this, this, this weighs heavy because my father is huge in my life to this day. 
you know, mm-hmm. he, he's such a mm-hmm. role model to me. And mm-hmm. for a long time, I struggled with living up to his expectations or mm-hmm. being the same caliber of man as my father or, you know, but then I had to, when, when reading this book, I was already at a point in my life where I had got over that. So it, it made me look at this expression completely different as if, you know, your father can still be alive and you can still be you, you know, you can still do you and live on your own journey, your path. Um, but mm-hmm. if he wasn't around, what would you do differently? Like, you know, would you still be faced with that level of, of, of expectation? You know, would you care as much if he wasn't watching you? You know, like that's what came to mind for me when I read the book. Um, what, mm-hmm. what came to y'all fellas? Can I say something? Oh, of course you came. Oh, good. Chime in. Yeah. What, so I, right. I didn't, what, I, what does that know, mean to you rather? But I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think about it. Like for instance, if it says live as if your father was dead, right? So if your father was not around at that point in time, it's like, I think part of us would want to impress the father because the father hasn't seen you grow up. So it's like doing mm-hmm. things to impress. So you're going to go extra hard or I'm going to, I'm going to succeed in this. I'm going to make sure I get my high school diploma. I'm going to make sure I get my um, college diploma. Mm-hmm, I'm going to mm-hmm, make sure I get a mm-hmm. master's, right? Because coming from, I'm going to use myself as an example, who, yes, I knew my father. I didn't grow up in a household as my father. I'm talking about my biological father. Mm-hmm. Um, so you always have that in the back of the mind because that makes, because then you you wonder, well, why doesn't he want to be around? Well, if I can excel at this or excel at that mm-hmm. and excel at that. So I think sometimes when it says that live as if your father is dead, it's being your best self. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To prove or to show that person where you've, you've come so far. And mm-hmm. although they haven't been around. So right. I just want to Got you. Got you. I feel yeah. I, I I agree with that. I actually agree with Mo on that right there. I feel like I feel like um when they say, you know, live life as if your father is dead, I feel like I feel like there's like I feel like they're kind of hinting at um like growing up without the toxic masculinity um in in your life. You know what I'm saying? And I'm and I'm not saying that all men have toxic masculinity, but that's how I feel with this with this mm-hmm. statement right here is that they're saying that you know to grow up as if you know or to to live as if you know you didn't have that toxic masculinity input into your life and you can accept the femininity a little bit more and you can step into it a little bit more and i guess be more um um be more connected with feminism um and that's what i get from the comment in my okay. in my mind I don't know. I, I, I got something different from that. Um, <clears throat> for me, I, I always feel like, I feel like parents, they always want their kids to succeed. Uh, maybe a lot of parents also maybe want their, their children to mm-hmm. do better than them. There may be a sense of regret that certain parents have with how they've seen their lives and maybe they want to help their kids not live certain things or not have certain truths that are their own or, or flaws even. And sometimes it's projected on the kid and that kid maybe doesn't get their right to self-expression. And maybe you grow up under just your, your parents' um, vision sometimes or, or, or their approval, even, even to, to a higher degree. And I feel like when I hear live as if your father was dead, it's more or less like live for your own approval. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Live, live to your, your highest connection with yourself because at the end of the day, you only need your approval. You don't need the, to, to do things either 
for your parents or the way your parents say or mm-hmm. or, or, or living, you know, the, the, the shadow of of yeah. what they want you to be. It's it's more mm-hmm. or less like find find yourself, you know what I'm saying? And whatever that means to you, mm-hmm. like it, it's done from a place of I know that if I become who I am or if I do what I want, it may possibly rub my parents the wrong way, but I have to be okay with that. And if, and mm-hmm. if they're dead, then what, what do I, and, and sometimes I also think it could be played off for the mother too, just to be honest, depending on who you're, who the person that you just want to maybe, you know, improve by or, or impress or whatever. But yeah, I feel like it's the, who are you or who do you want to really become once you don't have that, yeah. that umbrella yeah. over you. So I agree with that a hundred percent. I think that, you know, those expectations that our parents put on us do help drive us in a lot of ways. Um, but when you free yourself of that, you set your own expectation and you can live your life that feels, mm. you know, truest to you as an individual. I agree with that 100%. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I just want to say I like that. Although this was a portable moment, we each had kind of a different perspective to it. So that just mm-hmm. showed that we interpret things you may have read the same thing but you interpret it differently mm-hmm. I just yeah, no, to for put sure. that yeah, yeah. I mean there are a lot of different mm-hmm. quotable moments from this book Definitely. and we're going to get into them on another episode alright we kind of tapped out at this moment alright uh, thank you so much for joining this specifically yes. back your podcast um, again we love you tribe this is our this is one of our mini book club episodes All right, we're going to have a lot more of these we're episodes coming down the pipe alright I uh, also so wait, yes. hold on. What, the word of, come on, I was gonna talk about gang, the word of the I mean, week. Go ahead. Go this, ahead. She, it's so, it's so, she on her, so she on her job, nigga. The fuck you want? It's so political. No, I get a chance to outro the episode. You know, oh. so let, let, you said it wrong though. It's politically. Okay. You said politically. Yes. Ooh, jeez. And we do take away points Damn. for that. We do take away points for that. We do take away points for that. We did say politically. Wow. Oh, man. Look at you. Look at you. No matter what. And you gotta be ready. You gotta be ready. That was cute. That was cute. And it's all good. That was cute. That was cute. Give him the ad. See, yo, Mo, finish finish what you was gonna say, okay? I was gonna. Thanks, Mo. I was Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Cut off. Cut off. Cut off. If anybody else wanted to do the 20. 20. That's what I was going to ask before we started getting uh, crazy. I, I, I want to do okay. 2020 after, after Mo gives the number for who the fuck won the world Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So if MASH would have gotten, if MASH would have received that point, it yeah, would have been a tie. It would have what? Right? It would have been a tie. However, 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 however uh, the winner is Shake. <laughs> uh, there we go. He's got one. He's got one. Hey! Alright, let's yeah. go. We just want to know and let you know that yes, this is the end of the episode. And gang, if you don't know where to find us, oh my gosh, you can find us everywhere. You can find us on IG at So Ratchet Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at So Ratchet Pod. I think we're on TikTok at So Ratchet Podcast as well. I mean, you should be tuning into us because we also have so many platforms that you can find us on. We're on iTunes or iTunes Podcast, whatever they're calling it. We're also on um, Spotify. Shit, yeah, we up there. Pandora. I think we on that too. Okay. Uh, Amazon Music. Uh-huh. And you know what you can do uh-huh. if you really want to see some 3D stuff, mm. all right? You come down to YouTube, You take a walk on down YouTube.com and you get to see Shake trying to do some old school shoulder shaking moves. <laughs> you get to see 
mashing it with it with his his Medusa ass dreads. You get to see Mo not showing no cleavage yet, and you get to see my big ass beard <laughs> on this podcast. Great. <laughs> All right. So make sure you come down to the YouTube, check us out. Um, and also we do lives the first Wednesday of every month. Make sure you pop in to come check us out because I guarantee we on there cutting up. All right. Uh, what else? What did I forget? Did I forget anything? Tune in. Love us. Tune in. Follow us. Yeah, there we go. Follow us. Hit that. Hit that like button. Bang that shit. Matter of fact, come come sit and get sophisticated. Ratchet with us. And um, yeah, we out of here. Love you, man. Peace. Peace. Love you, tribe. Peace. Peace. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Sophisticatedly Ratchet Podcast. Let us know your thoughts on the episode. Do you agree? Disagree? Tell us how you really feel. You can email us at soratchetpodcast at gmail.com. We release a new episode every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. We also go live on YouTube the first Wednesdays of each month. Please be sure to subscribe and follow us on IG, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. Go to the srpodcast.com to link to all our social media platforms. Don't forget to like and share our episodes with your fellow sophisticatedly ratchet friends. See y'all next Wednesday.